What's going on, everyone out there? Welcome to the pilot episode of the Corner 3 podcast, our debut for our excellent NBA show. Tim Daniel here with none other than Alex Derrickson. Greetings, Tim. How are you, my friend? I'm doing very well, thank you. Good. And Mr. Historian himself, none other than Sean Mackey. Hi, Tim. Sean, you seem so down. Why? No, I'm not. Just real sleepy. I just had four cheese cones. Four cheese cones. He did. We did go for the uh, eats before we came up here. So this is our debut show. Here we're going to touch up real quick on the off season that was the NBA. Probably touch on a little summer league. Obviously, going to discuss free agency, and we will give our preview of Team USA as they get ready to go to Brazil, where no one wants to go, and they'll probably win every game by an average of forty. So let's get started here, guys. NBA Finals obviously has got to be where we start. Um, Cleveland finally getting one, much to the Chicago fans that we are chagrin. Uh, LeBron James putting on an unbelievable performance. Kyrie Irving quickly coming into his prime. That's the scary thing is he hasn't hit his prime yet. We're already seeing how great he is. Uh, when you look back at it, Alex, your thoughts there, man. Um, where would you say LeBron's performance rates in NBA Finals compared to other compared to before him? Yeah? You, you have to look at it. It's... <clears throat> First off, my, my me existing in a world where like I'm a LeBron fan or like two ships passing in right. the night. But it for me, you you look at it and it's an all time performance. It's it was he willed the team. It was classic LeBron. It was it was classic LeBron without like having to do the workload because the best player you have available is Antoine Jameson. It's it was the team set out to do exactly what they were meant to do, and that was to win a title, bring the title to Cleveland. You know, it's back in the Central Division, which I guess stands for something. But it was it was a huge performance. It's gonna be one of those ones that kind of goes down in history. And does it unfortunately get overshadowed by the fact that the Warriors go seventy three and nine and not win a title? Because I think that's the bigger story that came out of those finals. It does. Um, I do, in a roundabout way, though, kind of feel like this finally solidified the legacy of LeBron. Oh, yeah. Because people look at those two Miami Heat titles and they're like, yeah, but he had Wade and Bosch. And don't be wrong, he had Kyrie. Right. Um, but. In love. In love. Yeah. Can't forget can't forget yeah. Kevin Love. I mean, Richard Jefferson steps up in this finals and helps him out. Channing Frye, really solid player off the bench. So yeah. I, I really thought that that was kind of the moment where people can say, like, okay, this is LeBron's championship finally. Yeah. Absolutely. And he set out what he meant to do back in 2003. So congratulations to the Cavaliers and inexplicably head coach Tyrone Liu. <laughs> Who just got paid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just got paid. Man. Did you see the meme the other day that someone put up with, like, current Tyrone Lewis stepping, stepping over? over. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that the other day, and I was like, this is this is just too Yeah, much. it had, like, his Lakers deal on the thing was, like, three years for 20 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. He was the starting point guard on that team. Yes, he was. <laughs> yes, he was. was uh... He was also, I think, on a Jordan-led Wizards squad. He was. Him yeah, and Rick Hamilton. Yeah. And then didn't he get his coaching start with the Wizards? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. How can you forget the legendary uh, backcourt of Juan Dixon and Teron Liu? I, I, I couldn't forget that. But I did. <laughs> and there's some guy that probably showed up to the last playoff game in Cleveland with the Trajan Langdon jersey, and everyone's just like, front row, you get down there. Right next to the Sagana shop. Yeah. But I think it's I think the uh, the other part, like I said, the, the overlooked story, I mean, LeBron kind of gets overshadowed by the Warriors not... Winning. Getting the best record and winning, but he has finally gotten out of the shadow of DJ Mbenga, who he shared total amount of titles with, which I think is very important because <laughs> now he can be considered one of the least top 200 players of all time because <laughs> he's got more rings than Tacos Mbenga. 
<laughs> and Adam Morrison. That's and true. Morrison. You're right. Yeah. You're right. He's a, he's a two-ringer, isn't he? Yeah, he was a he two-ringer. Two with, ringer. The, uh, with the Lakers. He looks beautiful wearing a suit on the bench when the he Lakers won. that just fabulous mustache. <laughs> right. <laughs> the one just like Indigo Montoya. Yeah, it, was, it was bad. It was really bad. You know, I... I'm not a Cavs fan. Right. You know this. I do. I'm a hater. You I are. admit it. And I, I have reasons for sure. hating them. But, and and one of my biggest reasons for not liking LeBron for the past, how many years has it been? It's been the league for 13. 13. Yeah. The, you know, I probably didn't hate him. I didn't hate him that much the first year. It was after that. But I just, I never thought that he played with that, like, cutthroat mentality you know, like the Kobe method. He, you know, yeah, exactly. And and I just I, I I feel like he was he's so good that he coasts sometimes mm-hmm. to triple doubles, which is incredible. <laughs> he really does. He coasts yeah. to triple doubles. He does. And, but sometimes I just see him and he just doesn't look very interested. He just doesn't have that like look of determination in his eyes. And I've always just been kind of, you know, put off by it. And you know, and he just assumes that he's the best. He is. Don't get me wrong. Correct. There's. He is the best player. He was the best player this year. He's been the best player for the last at least ten years, yes. right. probably. You know, except for those road years where Kobe just went insane <coughs> when they got Pow. I mean, those were. But um, it's it's just last season when they went to the finals. Um, it was one of those things. They got to the finals. I didn't think they would make it. I wasn't really sure. I really thought last year's Bulls squad had the best team. They were just stacked. They had everything going on, and they should have won. And they, if LeBron would have hit that three from the corner, I think they would have been up 3-1. I think they would have won the series and went to the finals. They would not have won, but I think they would have done it. I agree. But when LeBron got to the finals, something flipped a switch on him, and I never saw him more determined than last year. I think he was better last year in the finals than he was this year. I agree. Kyrie was just, like, off the charts. And I, I, I feel bad that he gets kind of just lost. Overshadowed. The, oh, yeah. But in the 41-point game, too. He, but that was he, Kyrie's coming out party, that whole was, finals. It was. And, and you know, he, he hit the game-winning shot. Right. right. He, the shot. He, he hit the out. shot. You know, and, and I don't know. So I, I'm glad... You know, they were able to, you know, put it together and everything and finally, you know, be able to win something. But at the same time, I, I, I really wanted the Warriors to win because it's like <sighs> they just beat the Bulls record. OK, which I I'm. It's heartbreaking. I mean, it's it one of those records you never think would fall, let alone to a jump. Yeah, team. yeah. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a, uh, you know, self-appointed, you know, historian you know, you're a purist. Yeah, I'm a purist. Yeah, and I, I, I you know, I, 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 you know, I, I want to protect that legacy. Right. Sure. So, seeing them do that, I was really, really upset for like two days, and I was like, I hope they lose. And then they started getting going, and I was like, No, the worst thing that could possibly happen in the NBA playoffs this year is they make it to the finals and then lose to the Cavs. Therefore, giving Cleveland a title. And the record being gone. But at the same time, they didn't win the ring. So there's a little bit of that, you know, where I'm not I'm not quite as upset. <laughs> well, I think the 72 and 10 still stands as a more impressive I winning do. percentage, it, just given I the do. talent and the sheer physicality of the league at the time. 
it's it was a very very different game that was being played. I, and I granted, could... the Warriors are bringing a completely different game to the table. Exactly. And watching a bunch of teams kind of free agency, which we'll we'll, we'll get to, uh, kind of watch them scramble to be like, what what can we do? Where's our jump shooters and things like that? It's leading to I'll think. I don't know. I'm not too keen on where the league is headed. If more teams are going to try and clone Golden State, like I love small ball as much as the next guy. Well, the Bulls are that team. They they tried they to are. copy it last this last season. Yes, they brought in Hoiberg, and they were like, "Let's load the team up with shooters," but we really didn't do that. Nope. Right, because they didn't load the team up with a coach. But That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, insane. <laughs> but no, I, I think it's going to be interesting. I think the next five years of the NBA are going to be really telling about what kind of game is going to get played. Uh, if we're ever going to get that fly out of the blind. <laughs> and uh, if, you know, like, j- just how teams are going to shape up. Because I think contractually, the players are, are getting kind of, I don't know. I feel like the best players in the NBA aren't getting paid what they're worth. Oh, no. Uh, no, Mike Connolly has the biggest the, the, the biggest contract in the history of professional sports. Yeah. They should, have you seen the, I'm assuming you've seen the one with the, the five, five and players. And Carlos Stanton. The one where it's like each 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 sport's biggest contract. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, I'm talking. There's, there's another one that has like I think it's like Mike Connolly, um, and then three or four other free agents that just completely got overpaid this summer, and they together like the four of them combined were making more than like fifteen NFL starting quarterbacks combined. Yeah. I mean that's insane. Yeah, and I, I know this is going to be like a one-time deal with this money going into the league and everything. But there are so many players that got overpaid this year. Like that guy from the uh, the Heat, mm-hmm. the Tyler Johnson. Tyler yeah. Johnson, yes, yeah. he barely played. Someone saw something in him. They threw some mil. fifty million dollars, and I mean, like, and the Heat matched it. And they well, they had to. Yeah. They had all that Dwayne Wade money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you can't. At the same, I mean, I think a lot of people sit there and they argue like, "Oh, basketball players are overpaid and everything." But I mean, you can't fault the players for no, accepting. No, 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 no. You I, fault I, the organization. No, I, I, I'm sorry. I think you're making a mistake here. I, this is a little high. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. The only front office that thinks like that is the Bulls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, Dwayne, would you take forty-one million instead of forty-two? Thanks. <laughs> so, I guess we'll close that topic out here before we move to free agency. After this finals. And I like talking to you guys about this because of the three of the thirty three on the thirty three percent of us as a LeBron guy. Does this performance put him on your NBA Mount Rushmore? Not yet. Not yet. No. He what needs, do you need more of? I you need, could I you need, could I argue need, so many so many you, players other than LeBron. You can, but I mean when you when you when I look at the at the, at the Mount Rushmore like mine because mine's Russell Jordan. Okay. Um, I'll definitely have to put. Uh, I'm kind of a Havlicek guy. I can't lie. Okay. Right. That's weird. I, okay. Okay. How many are not sure? Four or five. Bird magic. If it's five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do Kareem. That's fair. 100% okay. Fair. Johnson. Bird. Did I say Jordan? You didn't yet. Jordan. Obviously. We'll, we'll, we'll go five. There's, there's, I think there's four on Rushmore, but we'll go, we'll go okay. five. Just because there's five. Just because there's five players. Usually, I think when they usually show the, the screenshot of it, there's always that fifth person that's kind of like off off to the side. And it's a crying Michael Jordan. It's a crying Michael Jordan, yeah. yeah. And I mean, if I was going to pick the fifth, um, yeah, I would have to go with Russell, you know, yeah, probably. I mean, he's got 11, 12 rings. Yeah, I don't, Something think, like I don't that. think he lost in a finals of him, right? No, he didn't. He even coached one. He, <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was a player coach for a little while. I think that was a Havlicek team. So that was it, yeah. 
So I, you know, I'll, you know, I'll say that. I'll, I'll go with that. I never thought I'd have to say this sentence, but I can officially confirm there are four heads on the Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> Good we had to God! Do some research. <laughs> Just for my own well-being, I wasn't gonna be able to sleep at night. It'd been like three in the morning. I'd go, is there five? <laughs> I, I mean, I'd be remiss to not include Tim Duncan. Yeah. You're right. Why, I'm why gonna get I, to that. I, I, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I that's that's something where I just feel like you have to. He has to go up there. The prob- Absolutely. The problem with like the Bill Russell area era was, you know, that team was stacked. Mm-hmm. No one else was. And and, and there was the, there was Will Chamberlain yeah, on the other yeah. side of the country, and that was it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know... Yeah, because Jerry West wasn't with the Lakers then, right? Ah, uh, yes, he, he was. He was. Was it later, or was uh, it the whole time? Their whole he, time? Was with, he was with them almost the whole... Yeah, I think he was with them the whole time. Kuzi moved around. Right. I think he eventually ended up playing in Cincinnati. He did. Yeah, so... In his later years. But... Yeah, I mean, if we're going to talk, like, top five... He's know, not there it's, yet. It's a, I don't think he's no, not yet. Yeah. Top, top five small forwards? Sure. He's, he's, Abs- no, he's number one. Yes. Right. He's number no, one. No argument, no question. He is I surpassed just, Bird. It's, so. picking, picking best basketball players is so difficult because yeah. it's such a wide range of talents and, like, skills. And, yeah, I mean, eras, different, different styles. I mean, you can't... I can't sit there and argue the merits of Steph Curry versus Karl Malone. Like, these right, are two yes. very just stark I, night and day I, players. I completely Kobe, LeBron, agree. It's the LeBron-Jordan argument. How can you compare the two? You, but at the same time, I think you can because there's that aggression. There's True. there's that all-around finesse. There's the style of play. There is the really balanced workload of what they can do and what they can't do. There's the overlooked aspects of it, like Jordan's passing. You've got LeBron's ability to pass, his ability to play the point forward. Uh, Jordan's defense, one of the last guards, if not the last guard, to win. Yeah, Gary play. Payton, man. Gary Payton, you're yeah. right. Uh, but there's so many things I think you can easily overlook, but when you're juxtaposing someone like a best ever, when you're putting LeBron against Jordan, which is everyone, I mean, that's I'm something I'm going to have to take to the grave with me. Right. But it's it's frustrating because when you take two of them and you have them both like attack the basket, LeBron is built just like, he is a brick shit house. He, yes. is, he is a boat with a train tugging a large Dodge Ram that's tugging another boat that's tugging a truck carrying other trucks. Like, he, he can't stop it. No, you can't. And, but he has, he has the ability that once he get, gets going, you can't stop it, he's going to dunk it. Yeah. When Jordan gets going... It's adjustments. It's there's the iconic, you know, layup against the Lakers. He found a way, right? Every time, right? LeBron finds a way, and it's bending you over at the rim, and like <laughs> you cry, right? You you hand you hand Jordan a ball, and you say, "Hey, how are you going to put it in the rim?" He's going to say, "I'll show you." You hand LeBron the ball, he's going to say, "Bend over, and I'll show you." It's exactly. it's very exactly. much exactly. like contrasting play styles, exactly. and I, I mean, but yeah, no, he's not he's not on my Rushmore. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, I I think he might be on mine if he wins one more. This is the thing, though. This is where I'm I'm gonna two three years. Yes, probably. Okay. Well, here's where I'm gonna here's where I'm gonna stop you. Yeah. Okay. He got the two titles in in Miami. He sure. got the one in Cleveland, which is huge, which is worth more than the two titles. I agree. In, yes. com- I mean, combined, combined, the whole. I mean. Because you know, this this was his face turn. This was his face turn. This was the exactly. T Rex saving Sam Neill exactly. in the Jurassic Park. Exactly, but like I said before, he coasts. I feel like because he's so talented, he just some days he doesn't need to be aggressive. He doesn't have that. Okay, I'm gonna. This is it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take you out. This is gonna. 
He's got his title now. Mm-hmm. I just... If he gets frustrated... Because, I mean, we, we have to agree that Golden State and the Cavs are headed towards another NBA Finals. I think yes. they're the Lakers Celtics. They really do. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I thought you were saying you were calling Lakers Celtics boring, the next Finals. I'm like, you're insane. <laughs> I, they, they took that, they had to take that to seven games, which was so impressive, digging that out of the 3-1 hole, just mm-hmm. like Golden State did with the Thunder. Two crazy situations, you know. But I just, I don't know if he's going to have enough fight in him to care if they start just burrowing, just burying but threes like every, you, every angle. You argue the, the coast sentiment and everything like that, and I was wondering, heading in heading into next year's finals, should it be, you know, Warriors-Cavs 3, uh, do the Warriors coast, because they have the record now, they have 73-9, and nine. they don't really need to do much better. I, They've I, loaded up. LeBron has his title for Cleveland. Do you kind of, do you think both teams maybe take the Spurs approach, which is to kind of let's take the foot off the gas, let's rest our stars. If we're, if, you know, heading into the All-Star break, we're up, you know, 15, 20 games over 500, do we... I, I think the Cavs will do that. Mm-hmm. I don't think Golden State will. They're crazy. Crazy psychopaths. That's Kirk, true. Kerr is a psycho. He, I mean, he's from that that whole old school. Right. You know? I, I I could see both teams taking a Popovich Spurs but, kind of approach but, and being like, "Hey, let's save it. Let's save it for the playoffs." Golden State's going to be angry though. They're going to be angry this year. They got the record. I'm not saying they're going to win 73 games again. <sighs> it, the chances of that are pretty. If they do it again, that's absolutely incredible. I don't know if they will though. Well, they but signed I, that one kind of okay guy from Oklahoma. <laughs> who was it? Did they get uh, who? Durant. Durant. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> they, they signed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's pretty okay. Yeah, he's. When you said that, my mind's thinking. I'm like, buddy, he old. No, that was, was like that he was, was New Orleans. Salsa <laughs> Pachulia was playing for Dallas. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, you know what? And he's he had a great season. He did. If you looked at it, he averaged almost a double double, or he did average a double double, something like that, around there. He had a very productive year last year, and I was kind of like, really? But then again, he was on Dallas. Yeah, Joshua Petrullio, so, man. He's, a, he's an all-time hawk right so there. He is an all-time hawk. He is. So, um, but I I just don't know if if they get into it. They will get back into the finals. I think Golden State has more to prove. You know? This is going to be one of those they, things they, that goes three out of five. I have a concern with Golden State, honestly. Um, options one through four, you can't do better than. True, I, true. We, right. we all know that for they, sure. They, they lost some of their bench, though. Exactly. Options five, Barbosa five went back to 12, Phoenix. you go, okay, is Deshaun Livingston going to win this game for you again? Yeah. Like, yeah. is David West going to come in there and get you ten boards off the bench? He might. Uh, is Steven Jackson going to make your team out of camp? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, we're, we're Cleveland, like, you know, obviously, I think as long as Kyrie and LeBron are teammates, they have the East. They do. Um, and I really but, like... But, remember this, Kyrie is made of glass. He is. He, and so is Love, and I... I I will say this about and the Cavs. That brings can't. me back to the point of, do you take the foot off the gas and save it all for the playoffs? You you, you might. You might. I think the Cavs will, because they're going to coast through the Eastern... You know, oh, the, yeah. The Eastern Conference is just... A yeah. You don't think Boston's right there yet, even though they've loaded up some good players? Uh, I, I was... I, I really liked Sollinger on that team. I did, too. I know, like, Horford's a little old, and they're acting like he's like this, like, you know, win-all-be-all savior that's, that's come to Boston. And they finally, they got a free agent. 
great. That's awesome. And you got Isaiah Thomas, who's phenomenal. I think he's like the most underrated I guard in basketball. Yeah. Absolutely. He is fantastic. I, I, I don't think he gets any respect because he's five foot eleven or whatever he is. He was the last pick in the so, draft. He was the last pick in the draft, but he's got a chip on his shoulder. I like him. I love him, yeah. He, yeah he's a great player. It's it's odd we I'm I'm bringing this up with Boston, but when Boston initially traded and got the big three and kind of set on this whole new super team area. Yeah. Uh I I was a big naysayer of it. Like I sat there, like we a both big, were. We were, yeah. And it was like, very this much going to work. There's yeah, no, no way, way they're going to be able to put this together in one year. I, Rondo guy's going to screw it up somewhere, right? Right. Well, yeah. Because yeah, when we were looking Rondo at the, rest of the team, we're like, you know, I'll, my opinion shifted where I went. Oh, uh, was Leon Poe? Yeah, <laughs> you know, but I mean, Kendrick Perkins. Yeah. But like, I remember they signed one person in particular, and I went. Oh, they are going to be kind of scary. And that was when they got James Posey. Yes. I yes. think this year's Celtics team is that James Posey player away. And I, it's not Al Horford. It's not. <laughs> He's not their savior. If I, if I were Boston, I've, I've got this guy pulled up here real fast. Uh, if I were Boston, I'm trying to get Tony Allen. Back? Back. Yes. And because I think that's your veteran wing guy, that's your defender. He, now, he's still playing for the Grizzlies, correct? Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. He, I think anybody on that team. It's for sale right now. Yeah, I, I would go for a player that's going to be just that physical, gritty, defensive guy. Maybe go for a dude that has a ring. That get that veteran presence and that lockdown defender that just going to come off the bench and that's like that that dude that makes that team go. Oh, okay, like yeah. that next step player. Yeah, but they always come in like really weird guys like PJ Brown. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I completely agree. Yeah, I mean it. it they they do they kind of remind me of that Bulls team that was yeah. so close when they got Ben Wallace, yeah. you know. And I mean it, they were they were set to make that step and they they sort of did but they didn't. Right, they got, they got shut down pretty quick by the Pistons, which was kind of funny when you think about it because they didn't have Ben Wallace anymore. Right, <laughs> you know. I mean it was like it was like they, that was a uh, Sheen McDice, wasn't it? That was Sheen McDice. Yeah. yeah. So I mean they were still you know Tapri was still rock, rock one year away Tapri. from one year away from uh, Sheen and Weber. That oh one, God. remember that? Yeah. I as didn't. much as I remember Weber and Iverson in Philly. Oh, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, Sacramento. I was thinking about this the other day. They traded him at the very like perfect time. Dude, they did. They, they like it was like they knew they got some tip off. They're like, he's gonna fall off. <laughs> it's gonna happen. And everyone was so shocked when it happened. They're like, he's at the top of his game, and it was like. Yeah, but maybe his best years are behind him. We don't really know. A king's And they were. It was like he went to Philly and everything just fell apart. And he's like, you know what? I don't even care about basketball anymore. (laughs) So that could bring us there then to the crazy offseason that was free agency. And holy shit, where do we begin? Um, Obviously, the talk right has got to be Kevin Durant, which we've touched on already quite a bit in the show. We've given a little bit of our opinion there. Um but, you know, there's Dwayne Wade going back to Chicago. There's Rajon Rondo joining him. That's, that's, that's a big discussion. Uh, we've mentioned Al Horford going to Boston. Um, holy hell, I think that's like I four mean, of the 400 that have moved. I mean, yeah, like the whole NBA switch team. The Powell Nick, to the Spurs. Ni- the New York Knicks are now the, the, the clear front runners for the 2011 NBA championship. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The Bulls might give them a run for that. I don't know. We're, it's going to be close. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be close. Yeah, then, right, right. Hipper went to Charlotte. That was going to be one of my questions. Oh, I'm sorry. You're looking at it. Okay, let's do this now. Okay. Right, we're going to do this now. Okay, we're right. going to do... We're going to do... Basketball, where are they now? Basketball, where are they now? <laughs> All right. Okay, there's there's so many players that have, have moved. And, I mean, it, it's... I mean, it's ridiculous when looking at this list. It, it's absolutely absurd how many people switched teams this season. <laughs> 
And and some of these like you know bench guys. I mean, I I, I didn't even hear them getting signed. <laughs> okay, here we go. Some guys are like, who is that? Alex Eric Gordon. Where is he? Remember Eric Gordon? I do. Remember he? he I just assumed he's still in Phoenix. <laughs> I mean, I mean they they. <laughs> Probably, maybe. I mean, I mean, I mean, he signed that contract with them, <laughs> right. and then the Pelicans pulled the dick move and and matched it. And he was like, I, he said that I don't really want to go to New Orleans. Right. And were, he's like, you made me come here for Chris Paul, so I, I, I really was, I was really excited to start. And he dropped off. Yeah, like he just stopped caring. He's like, you know, I'll be hurt. I don't mm-hmm. care. Then they signed like they traded or signed for like four other guards. They had Rue Holiday and uh, who was the guy from the Kings, uh, Evans. Um, Tyreek? Tyreek Evans. So you got all these, like, these guys that are kind of playing, like, that small, like, you know, two position, and they're kind of point guards, too, so they're, you know, so I, I don't know what was going on, but where's he at? East or West Conference? He's in the Western Conference. I know this, but yes. I want to tell him. Oh, no. Uh, is he part of the Texas Triangle? He is. Yes. Okay. <laughs> So he is in Houston. Yes. Yep. Yes. He made it to Houston. So I don't know what he's going to do. I guess he's going to play backup to James Harden. God, makes sense. Yeah. I, but but did they have a point guard? Yeah, they have a uh, Patrick Beverly. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Beverly. yeah, they're going to keep holding on to him for some reason. <laughs> right. I don't really know. Okay. I mean, how are they holding Lowry? Right. Right. All right. Um. O.J. Mayo is out for the year. Two years. Two years, yes. That's so sad. Okay, now this guy I like. This dude I really like. And he didn't get much playing time last year because their team was so good. But um, Boban Marjanovic, do you know where he's playing? Him? I think he's seven foot five. He's huge. You know who I'm talking about? I, I actually don't. You don't know. know? Okay. Well, the Spurs got this guy last year. Yeah. He was the, like, backup to the back of the center. And he Are you was... sure it's not just, like, three Keith Bogans in a trench coat? He's <laughs> 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 just like, well, we can't confirm it's not. <laughs> That's what this guy sounds this like. This guy, I mean, and he looks like an ogre. He's this big, gigantic foreign player. And he, he was super efficient in small minutes, kind of like Felicio was for the Bulls. Yeah. But this guy was a lot more impressive since he was gigantic. And, I mean, all he does is rebound and put the ball back in the hoop, and he, he can pass pretty well. So he went to Brooklyn. So, no. He went to the Pistons. He's going to back up Drummond. So, look out for Boban next Boban. year. Okay. I, I just want to point out real fast on the uh, NBA subreddit, Free Agent Tracker, I wanted to point this out when you mentioned O.J. Mayo. Yes. Uh, the way it's set up is it's all columns, and you've got the team they were on, the player, position, how much they made last year, how much they're making this year on their new team. O.J. Mayo went from Milwaukee at $8 million to band (laughs) (laughs) on a a contract of two years and zero (laughs) dollars. Anthony Bennett is making more money than O.J. Mayo this year. It's so sad. Where did he go? Brooklyn. He went Brooklyn. At a minimum, on a league minimum deal. Who do not get their first pick. Do you know who the starting point guard is for Brooklyn this year? Is that Kilpatrick? No, no. You'll be you'll be uh you'll be very surprised about this one. Jared Jack? No. Jared Jack just left. No, keep going. Right. Keep going. Holy this Lord. guy this guy had 
one really good six-week period in his NBA career. Oh, it's insanity. It's insanity. <laughs> Quit, does he have the cornrows still? No, he, he did do something different with his hair. I'm not sure what it was, though. <sighs> so, but yeah, he is now the starting point guard for, for that team. For the front-runner, tremendous Brooklyn Nets. Yes. Gold. Yes. Get their first pick. Yes. They're going to be the worst team. Ugh. Okay, let me find another one here. Bradley Beal went back. I was going to give you Hibbert, but you left that one. Yeah. I saw Elton Brand signed again. Like, he still plays. Al Jeff. Oh, God. Oh, I know this one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> east or West? He's in the East. Indiana. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, right, yeah, he looks good in the Pacers jersey. I swear, that's like half the GM's decision making. He's like, that's right. Well, how's he look in the jersey? Larry Bird's up there like, can you put the jersey on real quick? <laughs> We're good. Yeah, he's ours. Yes. Okay, here's another one. Okay, we got to... Sean's throwing out these, like, hard balls. Like, I, I'm really... I got Boban. You at least got Eric Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my good friend Boban Badadabon signed with the B-Bon Bisbons. <laughs> what? Okay, let's see here. Wait, Waiters just signed. That's amazing. Miami, right? Miami. Ooh, Miami. I, I got one. I'll go throw ahead, it out. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, you, you'll know. I, I, okay, go ahead. Ask I'm sure. Then. Aaron Aflalo. The Knicks? He, yeah. no, he actually just left the Knicks. I'm like a team behind with everybody. Yeah, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was also going to say Knicks. No, he... Uh, did he go to Sacramento? He did. Two years, $25 million. Oh, Jesus. So he's filling in for Rondo. Him and Darren Collison. Uh, Aaron Aflalo can two shoot, and that's about it. <laughs> he did lead the league in assists last people. year. He did. On the Kings. On the Kings. I, I, I'll give him some credit there. Yeah. You know, he, did, he did something. He brought yeah. the headband back. He did. Oh, he did God, bring the, the headband back. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Brandon Rush. Holy crap, I just saw this. Damn. Nah, I've got nothing on him. He's no. a T Wolf. Really? Yes. Good on him. Get excited. Uh, let's, do, let's do one more. Okay. <clears throat> we'll bring this home here. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Should we. Be, just because we talked about the Warriors so much, we'll pull from uh, one of their one of their guys that just, just fleeced them here. Maurice Spites. Spates. No Spates. Was he? Where, from, did, where did he go? Was he the one that went to Houston? Because one went to Dallas, one went to Houston. Went to Dallas. He did not. Bogut went to Dallas. Bogut. So did Harrison Barnes. That's right. Bogut did go there. Yes. Is he, Is he west or east? He's west on a one-year minimum deal. Which he trailblazers? Nope. Timberwolves? Nope. Oh. You need to go further south. You gotta go further west. Uh, Suns? No, no. A little, little too, a little too southeast there. Right here? No, too f- <laughs> no, not far west enough. <laughs> you making me think of maps in my head. I'm just trying to think of west teams at this um, point. Um, uh, I want to say like he looks like a Memphis kind of player, but it's not Memphis. I know. Should I just go ahead and tell you? Clippers. Yes. Okay, he's oh. a clip. Yes. He's backing so, up DeAndre. So, so, yeah, yeah, that's that's a nice. That's a good. That's a good that's pickup. A nice yeah. It's a good pickup for him. Because he's like not an offensive player at all. So. No, no, yeah. no. Who was really DeAndre's? He just dumps on people. Yeah, he does. And also backs out of contracts. Yeah, Brandon Bass. Does he, <laughs> did you see Brandon Bass's move? Clippers. Clippers. We're from the Lakers to the Clippers. <laughs> Man, it's a genius. Does he have to sell his house? <laughs> Man, he doesn't keep paying rent. <laughs> hey, he's just sitting there like, guess what, babe? I got paid. We don't even need to change our zip code. <laughs> They're just like, yeah. <laughs> I did see today. Apparently the Clippers are looking to get out of the Staples Center finally. 
Really? Really? Yeah. Well, I got to think, once they trade Blake Griffin, that they're probably going to have a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Now, where, where do you think he goes? Oh, man. Boston? I thought Boston, but I think Al Horford eliminates that. And I think that they're kind of, you know, if they're planning a trade that we keep hearing about, I think that their plan is Westbrook. Yeah. I think that, you know, we've mentioned... They're going to have to give up Isaiah. They're they're going to give up Isaiah. The pick they have from Brooklyn's got to go with them. You know that. Obviously. Because that's going to be, like, probably the second or third pick with how the lottery's screwed up. Even you know, I mean, he's going to... That's fine, you know. That's fine. He doesn't take out Kevin Love's shoulder. I, I would... I'll, I'll go ahead and say Westbrook's probably the best point guard in the league right now. I agree. He's he's probably the best. Yeah. A few years ago, it was him and Rose, and now it's not Rose at all. No. So it's sad. It's dangerous, man. He's just... Yeah. It's, um... Well, I guess that's one of the topics we're going to discuss. You know, like, if you're Oklahoma City, what do you do now? Like, because one, if you try to keep him, and you're... And you just throughout the season, you don't sign a deal, you're screwed. Well, yeah, and, and this is the thing. They, they're going to have to get back some pieces that are going to help them build quick. Now they have some... This is the thing. They would have been great this year had Durant stayed with Oladipo. I thought of the three teams that were good in the NBA that they were the best chance to win the finals. Yeah, yeah. Completely. They were just... And, and Steven Adams, man. Enos yeah. Cantor? Oh, and Enos Cantor. I'm gonna go with Adams over Cantor. I, I'm I agree. really excited. He just he he was just incredible. But once Draymond kicked him the balls, man, that was it. That was it. But getting rid of Ibaka was right. They did. I agree. And I, you know, getting Oladipo is huge. Yes, it is. You know, I just I, I think that they've made some really funny trades over the last few years. Sure. The whole they got nothing for James Harden in the end. Right. Absolutely nothing. They got Jeremy Lamb and Martin. Kevin Martin, I believe. Yeah, which I think he's he's been on like three teams since. He's been on three, three, yeah, and Lamb's gone. He's he played for the Hornets last year, I believe. I think he's in the league, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, so they got nothing for probably the fifth best player, best, probably a top three scorer in the NBA. They got nothing for, and they could have kept him, but they didn't. So Mm -hmm. you get rid of him, then you get rid of Ibaka, and you pull in. And now you lose Durant. I mean, they they have to trade him. It's inevitable that they are going to lose him. Yeah, he's, not, he's not going to stay there. They're not going to be able to bring free agents there to sign. They don't have Durant anymore. And like I said, this is my dream. This is my dream situation for them because I just want them to bottom out and just move back to Seattle. That's all I want. I want to see Clay Bennett cry. <laughs> I like, have you guys, I'm sure you guys watch Sonic's Gate, right? Sonic Skate? I haven't. Okay, so Sonic Skate breaks down Clay Bennett's deal when he bought the Sonic Smith to OKC. It's like a 45-minute yeah. documentary, yeah. well worth your time. And not only did he do, like, the move, you know, and he played the classic yeah. liar, yeah. like, you know, we're going to stay here, don't worry, guys, yeah. you will yeah, be the Sonics. I remember. You know, he, he was totally lying about it the whole time, which he had to. Yeah. I mean, let's be fair here. Um, it's, what irritates me about it is... Let's say the NBA decides to do an expansion and bring a team back to Seattle, as we all hope, as you, you say is your dream. <laughs> Clay Bennett is not only now the person that's in charge of expansions and moving franchises, but if a team wants to go to Seattle, he has to sign off if they want to agree in yellow, if they want to be the Sonics, if they want to like go through that legacy again. Yeah. So if they want to do like what the Cleveland Browns <clears throat> did, yeah. it's up to Clay Bennett. Yeah, yeah. And I hear they also will get their banners and all of those things eventually. If he wants them to. If right. he wants them to. I would imagine he would want to. But if they know, brought, like, if they brought a, this is why I don't feel bad that Kevin Durant left from Oklahoma City because of him. Like I'm like you know, dude, you deserve that shit. Like yeah, 
And like, so with this whole thing with Russell Westbrook, that bottoms out like I think it's going to because he's an egotistical businessman who is going to hold on to him until it's too late. Yeah. It's going to be wonderful. It's, I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. It's yeah. definitely, I think it's shit or get off the pot time for a lot of NBA franchises this season. I mean, you've got what's going on in Oklahoma. You've got, which I'm sure we'll get to when we get to the Team USA preview with the Marcus Cousins and the Kings. There's oh, a, <clears throat> there's a lot, like there's a lot of players that I think, and that organizations are hinging on these players, that they will have the option to be like, hey, guess what, like you had X number of years to put a winner around me, or to keep a winner around me, you have not, I'm gonna go. Well, yeah, Cousins has been completely mismanaged. Yeah, and... He has, uh, Westbrook's gonna be the same way, I mean, he, he's gonna, if he, if they don't trade him by the beginning of the season, he's gonna have just ridiculous numbers this year. Yeah, and the All Star Game is gonna be him and the Four Warriors. Yes, because I mean, yes. we well, we were talking about it earlier, and if if Cousins leaves, there's no way Sacramento is not going to get a free agent. I mean, and if Cousins leaves, there's no there's no free play around. And I, I think what, what I said to you earlier was the only way Sacramento is going to get a free agent is a player throws a dart at a map and it lands in a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the only way Sacramento is going to sign somebody. And it's it's frustrating because that is, I mean, you look at what Sacramento did during the, the Kobe Shaq era with the Lakers, and they were a really good they team. They were fun. They were, they were a really fun Baby team to watch. Bobby Jackson. Doug Christie, Peja. White Chocolate. Yeah. yeah uh, young Turkoglu. Young Turkoglu. Vladi. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was such a fun team, and they Johnny Fish, I believe, was on those teams too. Mm-hmm. He was on the very bottom of their bench. <laughs> oh, John Salmons, yeah, he was. Man, John Salmon, Salmons. Yeah, he was our savior one year. Uh, it, was... <laughs> it was our savior. Like, man, I love this guy. That was such a good series. It was. Full Celtics, man. Yeah, it was, it was so great. good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and we're gonna have to look at other teams too. I mean, yeah. What other? What other? I still think it around. And how are the Pelicans going to hang if if oh Davis my. splits? See, that's, a, that's another one. That's because another one because how yeah, how do you fuck this up so bad? How do you completely misappropriate like the best center prospect of the last five six years? Right, I didn't want to hyperbolize. <laughs> yeah, at yeah all. that's what I'm going with. And, it's fair. And to just sit there and be like, we got you for him to put up MVP numbers for him to. Have, but he hasn't. Well, not after the. He had that. He had that one really good season. Yeah, like was it second, second season. Second yeah, se- yeah they thought, led this, and they thought this last year was going to be his. Yeah. this is going to be it. Yeah, yeah. and and he took a step back. Yeah, it's it's he interesting. Got hurt. He got hurt. It's that, it's that, just that interesting helps. to see because I mean he's coming up on the fourth year of his yep. rookie deal. Uh, you but got, this is the thing. You know he's going to leave. There's there is absolutely nothing right, that's going be, to keep him in New Orleans. Can he come to Chicago? Yes, hometown kid comes back to Chicago. Yes, he can. Two years in a row. He's. I mean, seriously, seriously, that that's gonna have to be one of the. He can replace Robin. Yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 very interesting. I think heading into this season and, and many seasons going there's, forward. There's all these <clears throat> weird players, these great players that are, you know, part of these franchises that just are terrible. The Kings can't get it together. The Pelicans can't. And you've um, got... We still don't know if the Bulls have it together. They've made interesting no, moves. The Bulls don't have it together, Tim. At all. <laughs> I don't even... I'm not even gonna give them that. Do you feel I, like they're better? No. Really? Not at all. I, they had a good team last year, but they had a terrible coach. At, at this point, I'm Brad Pitt in seven. Just, like, wanting to know, like, okay, can we just see, like, just what's what's the... What's the box? I, I am curious. Um, 
I'm with you. I don't think they're better, but for some reason, I still think they make the playoffs this year. Oh, they will. There's no yeah. Doubt. Well, the East <laughs> is so terrible. Like, but like last year's team, I thought. I mean, were they two games away from making the playoffs? Indiana got the eighth spot, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't. The only way that the Bulls are going to be better this year, even with Dwayne Wade, who goes to Dwayne Wade, and <laughs> Rondo, which is fine. I mean, if it was just, maybe if it was just fine, maybe if it was just Butler and Rondo, I think they would have been able to figure it out a little bit. And I was like, well, yeah, th- okay, this might yeah. work. But now you add another, you know, guy who has to have the ball all the time, who can't shoot threes, who can't another shoot one. <laughs> right. We have nobody who can shoot the ball right now. And Isaiah I mean, can't. Best, maybe? No, <laughs> no. Jerry no, Grant. Is, no, no, he's a driver. No, yeah, he's not gonna. Their best three-point shooter is Meritage right now. <laughs> and uh, he's going to start. And really... This you got McDermott. <laughs> Number 11 this, now. This, 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 this whole season is going to hinge on... If they can, if they can somehow... I, I, mean, I don't think they get out of the 7 or 8 seed. I don't either. Unless one of those... One of, somebody like Bobby Portis or somebody makes some big jump this season. Which, I mean... It's based, based off summer league stats, he well, <laughs> right. He, you know what? He, I like that guy because he plays with intensity. Yeah, and I, yeah. And I, I like what you know Denzel Valentine. He's, like, he's like a Tristan Thomas who could shoot threes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really like Bobby Portis, but and and he's big enough to bang with those guys. Miritich is soft though. Everyone was saying Correct. he could be the next, you know, Nvitsky, Coo- you know, he could uh, be. That was a cuckoo. He could be that. He could be this. He he was one of the best foreign prospects to come over. We've been talking about him for years, and he came yeah. over. And he's just, been okay. He's, he's been, been fine. He's been okay. He's been good. I mean, he's not, but he's not, you know, he's not he was guy to- we thought he was going to be. But at the same time, though, at where they drafted him, I mean, oh, yeah. he's fine. Yeah. He totally. Is, he is a steal for that. I'll, yeah. I'll My big that. question mark for the Bulls is still Taj Gibson. Oh, he's gone. He's already gone. Like, it's not even. There's, you know, like, there's Taj Gibson you saw when you're going the bench. You're like, I, man, he could be a starter. I, I would be willing to bet money on him being gone by the trade deadline. He's. It will happen. Do you think they try to package something with him and Robin to get Brooklyn from Brooklyn? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I if have if, brothers ever been traded for each other? That's yeah, from Mark and Powell. Mark that's Powell. right. Yeah. 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 I think that's the only time. Probably. I don't think Horace and Harvey ever got traded. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm but, with you though. Yeah, I, I think I think Taj Gibson's done. I don't think he has, and he's a great player. He's. Yeah, I, he starts on probably twenty five of the thirty teams in the yeah, NBA. Yeah, I mean, two two or three years ago, he he probably should have been starting. Yes, they had better players that had to be playing. They had Boozer, you know, <laughs> and then we got Powell. So it was like those guys; they have to start or else, you know, they get upset. <coughs> You're wasting your money. You're wasting your money, exactly. So, uh, but but I, I think there were there were times where he was probably the best power forward on the team. Yeah. You know, and he would have probably been able. He was in his prime and could have put up some really good numbers, but was restricted to bench play. Yeah. So he he's one of those dudes that I've always just wanted to take and just like like you're a spur now. Yeah, exactly. And, and he's perfect for that. Yeah. But I, I don't know what you get for Taj Gibson right now. Yeah. I mean, he was one of the oldest draft, NBA draft picks at ever. this point. You yeah, given his age, because he's the same age as Luol Deng. Yeah, he's. He, and. 
in, with years apart Who's in just terms got a lot of, of money. He might be. Is he a year older than me, or is he a year younger than me? He's right around there. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I mean, but it's it's interesting because he hasn't been in the league like an excessive amount of time, but he is old. Yes, comparatively to other players with his experience, and I think at this point, given his contract, his age, his, I think you're you're kind of getting to the point where it's going to be diminishing returns with Tosh Gibson, and if you trade him, I think the best you're going to get is maybe a draft pick and some cap relief. Eight and a half million is going to make this year. Yeah. They'll, yeah. They'll get rid of him. I mean, I don't know what their plan is going to be going forward. The Anthony Davis thing is definitely going to be in play a few years from now. I mm-hmm. guarantee it. Sure. That That is going to be at the top of their list. But this Bulls team that's here now will not be there in two years. So I don't know what you, you start to build with unless you're able to keep a Bobby Portis or... Maybe we haven't even said anything about this, but Denzel right. Valentine. Right. We also have no know. idea how Hoiberg's system apparently actually looks. No. I don't think he does either. You know, what? Right. you know what? I don't think we'll ever get to see how it actually looks. Right. Because they have they have put the wrong players on the team. They got they they saw, as far as we they know, saw I mean, something real shiny and they there, were like, there's, all their money. There's such a strange like tinge of mystery going into the season regarding the Bulls. And how they're gonna gel together? If they're gonna gel together? If I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm down with my boy George Carl, and if he could not harangue fucking Rajon Rondo, exactly. Well, I, n- not only that, I, I mean, don't know how Rick Carlisle told him to go home. Yeah, he's like, we're like, in the playoffs, and you're a starting point guard, but we don't need you. Get out. You you've got two really legendary coaches. Yes. Who are, who, guys. who are known for not so much being militant, but for, you know, being stern and yeah, having rules and no having nonsense. expectations. Yeah, that, that's, what, that's what I'm looking yeah. for. Thank you. And for him to be like, I don't know this Rondo kid. It's, it's insane because I don't know how either a switch is going to flip in Rondo and he's going to be good. He, he has said a lot of the right things, saying he goes Jimmy, Dwayne, and then whoever else. Yeah. He has. But Fred Hoiberg's his coach. Exactly. I mean, I, I don't know what's going to happen. And like like I said, I'll just leave it at this. Like I said, it's going to hinge on some guys stepping up with the Bulls that we're not sure are going to step up. Would you say we're at the tip of the Hoiberg? <laughs> <laughs> Alex, I knew there was a pun coming. Yeah. In <laughs> I was just waiting for it. It's, it's basically like my face lights up. Like I'm like, yeah. is this a Super Nintendo on I, Christmas? I, <laughs> If they don't make the playoffs this year, I think Hoiberg's gone. I think the experiment's over. Yeah. But this is the thing. But this the is... Bulls never like to admit failure. Right. This was their whole their whole thing. They had this whole like coup to get rid of Tom Thibodeau. They, they, they we heard rumblings of them signing Hoiberg for like two years. Mm-hmm. This was like a planned thing. Yeah. But we he was going, the only person they didn't then, interview because they didn't I, interview I'll anybody. I'll never forget this. Zach Lowe posted the day that they they let Thibodeau go. He's like he's like I guess today's the bull. The day that the Bulls go out after their, in quotations, long search to find a new coach. <laughs> I swear, like, the way I imagine that happening is, like, when basically, like, mob guys try to hide a body. And, like, <laughs> they, they take the body roll in the carpet, throw in the back of the van, and that van leaves, and this other van pulls up, and Fred Oyberg comes out, and he's just like, God, I'm home. <laughs> you're like, you weren't here! <laughs> so, last time before right. I move on to our next yes. part here, um... On the other side of it, New York Knicks getting these former Bulls players. And Brandon Jennings. And Brandon Jennings. 
And he's backing up Rose. Right. How yeah. funny is that? That's what a time to be alive. <laughs> he scored 50 points one game during his rookie season. We thought he was going to be great. 55, wasn't it? It was something like that. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Jeff Hornacek comes in and runs this team. Um, yeah. I, I want to ask you this, because you and I have had this talk before. Yeah. And you've been on record to say that you think Carmelo Anthony is going to quickly have the Steve Francis decline. I down to the point of disappearing off the face of right. the earth. Yes, and so I mean, I still feel like again, this goes, maybe this goes back to how bad the East is. Mm. I still feel like the Knicks are a four or five team in the East. Yeah, because the East is terrible. But this is something I, I actually wanted to bring up with you guys because I think this is a really interesting stat. Somebody on again, I'm referencing the NBA subreddit uh, when <laughs> this, Live, the, on our show, right? Well, this is a really cool statistic that they came up with called a black hole percentage. Mm-hmm. And it is how basically selfish someone is when the ball gets to their hands. Well, if you remember, I sent you guys, um, 538 had the player evaluator for how much, like, how long a player's going to be good. Yeah, and Mellows I barely got to look at that. I looked it up, and then, and then I, I, I got distracted by something else. Mellows is literally like, phew! Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. so... I'm going to go off on a bit of a tangent here, because they had to remodel... They, they, they came up with a stat, or uh, basically a formula and equation to figure out black hole percentage. And it kind of pointed them in the wrong direction at players like Clay Thompson, and which really wasn't the case. Uh, so what they had to narrow it down to was just unassisted shots. So that takes away catch-and-shoot players. So the only outcome that they cared about in this was an unassisted shot. That's a player getting the pass, holding the ball long enough so it can't be an assist, then putting up a shot, which describes more of what they're considering to be the black hole. So the black hole percentage is field goal attempts per game times one minus the assist to field goal percentage (laughs) divided by passes received per game, thus making the biggest black hole at the NBA at a 31.5%. Andre Drummond, but uh, Carmelo Anthony is actually number six. But here's a fun thing: uh, Tony Snell's number three, <laughs> <laughs> behind Kobe Bryant and before J- and before Jahil Okafor. Really? <laughs> yeah. It goes. Uh, they did a top ten. It goes: Drummond, Bryant, Snell, Jahil Okafor, Dwayne Wade, Mello, Demar Derozan, Al Jefferson, Lance Stevenson, Paul George. So it's like, here's the Eastern Conference. Yes! And a couple other guys. But, yeah, I thought that was really interesting, because that, that, that's where I was kind of going tangentially with uh, Carmelo. And the decline is the fact that he's very much, to me, Carmelo's always kind of been this jack-of-all-trades master sure. of none, on specifically offense. He's a master of none on defense. Uh, he is a guy that <clears throat> gets the ball. He's got a really good jab step. He's got a really good... Fade away. He's got a really good jump. He's got a really good like post, post game. Post game. He's one, he is honestly one of the most like most underrated slash best post players in exactly. the NBA. Really he good. is a dude that could not work with Amari because they're basically the same player. Mm-hmm. I think he and Joe will work really well together with like a center forward kind of thing. I just I I don't know where you put Carmelo on the Knicks that makes him the most effective without detracting away from the other eleven guys I, on that I, roster. You know I I have and they got. You get, you get, they have so many shooters now. Yeah. You have Derrick Rose. He's going to shoot the ball. Yes. Okay. Courtney Lee. You have Courtney Lee. I was going to mention him. He's going to shoot the ball. Porzingis is going to shoot, and he needs to because he's absolutely fantastic. He yes. Is. So, you know, and then you got Noah's going to do all the dirty work. Noah's going to be injured half the year. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. I. It's not I, – and I love Joe King, though. He's one of my favorite Bulls all time. Yeah. He's probably the – he's the second best Bulls center of all time. I mean, behind uh, – Artists? Artists, yes. 
Yeah, I mean, there's just there's nothing there's nothing else. He's better. He was better than Luke Longley or any of the dinosaurs. Oh yeah. Teams. I mean, he was. He well, was that was pretty, always their one weak spot. That was their one weak spot, but they always had a guy who could pass. So that was that was what made up for it. So that was fine. But I just think he's going to be hurt half the year. Derrick Rose is definitely going to miss some games. Mm-hmm. Carmelo's going to miss games. So you're going to have nights where who, who's the backup point guard for Brandon, Brandon Jennings? So yeah. You're going to have Jennings and maybe Lee out there some nights. Yeah, because they got. You're going to have those guys, and you're going to have Porzingis, and you know I, now who's backing up Noah? I don't remember. Is it Kyle Quinn? Oh God, I think it is. I think it's, it's got to be Kyle Quinn. Now he's great. I like him. Mm-hmm. I, I think too. he's 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 decent. Um, and maybe with him starting instead of having them having Robin Lopez, maybe he can. Turn into something. I mean, I think he's pretty good. I think I don't think he's got a real good shot yet to be able to do anything. But I, I just I I don't know what they're doing. I mean, right. And and the fact that that Derrick Rose came out and said that they were a super team, super team like Golden State just shows like how disillusioned he is. Yeah. I mean, and it but was, I mean on paper, like, but it was the whole it was the whole season last year too. He yes. was like he was like I think I've been playing great, and it's like, dude, no, you're not. Right. You. You are a shadow of your former self, but he kept waiting and waiting to get. And I'm, I'm just so tired of people saying, "You think he's going to get back to his MVP, MVP form?" And I was like, "No, he's not." It finally became evident, even like yeah. before last season began. I'm like, I, "I'm done with this guy. I will trade him for a box of socks." And the day, that's exactly the day what that we I, got that box of socks was exactly Jose Calderon. We got, we got a box <laughs> we of socks. Turned around and and away. <laughs> I was so happy that they did something. <clears throat> Anything. Yeah, I mean, principally speaking, if you, if you break down kind of like the chain of events, they basically they let Noah walk and they traded Rose and in exchange got Rondo and Wade, yeah. which is just weird. I know. I know. All right, we're done with the Bulls. Yeah. Done with the Bulls. Let's turn into Bulls cast. Go ahead. Yeah. So um, I guess there's a report here where we can go and touch on Team USA a little bit here and give Team a, USA give yeah. our thoughts there, which. A lot of people are saying it's watered down, and I see where they're coming from. <laughs> but when you look at the roster, it's literally watered down because the two best players in the world aren't on the team. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I mean, Jordan sat out in 96. Yeah. You know, after they won the title, he's like, you know what? I already did this twice. I did 84, 92. But everyone thinks it's okay. There are people that, of course, you know, just looking to tarnish the legacy of LeBron are saying, of course he's not going to play. No, you know what? He's, <laughs> That's he's, bullshit. No, no, no. He, I, we I, shouldn't I, expect them to play. I, don't, I, don't, I agree. And I, and I think it should always be, I almost feel like to make it more fair, they should make it like only like first to three year players in the NBA. I, agree. I mean, I, I mean, I don't, that wouldn't work with the rest of the world because you got all these old players playing on these other teams. Like you said, right. our team <laughs> is basically. The 2004 team. Yeah, they are. I mean, and, and that's great for them. <laughs> so, um, I'll tell you what, though. Like, but, yeah, I mean, I agree. Um, it stinks that he's not playing, don't be wrong, but I have no issues with him not playing. No, 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 he doesn't I, need to play. He right. does not need to play. No. You know, I, I will give uh, him and Steph Curry. I'm going to call both a pass. I, I'm being selfish here because I'm seeing them play live on Friday. I know. Right. <laughs> I, know I know. I know. But you're still going to get a great team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm not upset about that at all. Um, I'm actually really excited to see when they introduce Tips in the United Center, what happens. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, but I'm really excited to see the T-Wolves defend the Warriors. That's the one thing I'm looking oh, most forward to next oh, season. Yes. Oh, yes. So it's going to be fun. Yeah. So, I think the interesting thing about this team is, I mean, it's a great talent, group of talent. Obviously, yeah. you know, Durant, Clay, and Draymond being the Warriors there. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyrie Irving being the point guard. The two centers, the two pure centers left in the NBA on this team. Um, yeah. I still don't think, though, because if you look at the projected starting five, was Kyrie, 
um, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Carmelo Anthony, DeAndre Jordan. I don't start Carmelo Anthony on this team if it's me. If I'm Coach K, he's no, not on my starting no, five. No, I, he's not. I completely agree. He needs to be. He needs to be what Jason Kidd was for the Redeem team. A yeah, few years ago. I agree. That old guy who's just there to kind of you know. Because yeah. one, this is his fourth time doing it. Yeah, which I totally respect him for. I think that's cool. I, yeah, I will give him some serious credit yeah, for that. I absolutely. Mean, he, he does not even need to be out there no. with all of his history of injuries and stuff. But you know what? He's getting paid either way, so it doesn't matter. Right. Maybe he'll get to sit out a year. It's so, a calculated risk. <laughs> exactly. I think in my circumstance, and I think I would still start Cousins over Jordan, too. Not that I dislike Jordan. Right. Um, I just think that right now, like... And we've, this is the talk we keep having is when you see Cousins around talented players, yeah. he's unbelievable. Yeah, Cousins is right. such a good player. <laughs> he's so good in like every aspect. I mean, he, you, he, I know he's a problem personality, but look at what's been given to him. Right. I would be a problem too. Yeah. His I, best player is Rajon Rondo. The thing is, I think everybody understands too. Anytime he acts out, yeah. everybody's like, well, look what he's, where he's at. Look what he's had to go through. Yeah. And they're not building anything around him. So, you know, and, and it's. If you, the dude is so good. He's such a good passer and a rebounder. Yeah. And, I, I and think he can steal the ball. He can run the floor. He's got handles. He's got handles. He's <laughs> yeah. great. To to sit there, I think, and, and kind of just get upset if a basketball player who makes millions of dollars just is upset at their situation. It's like, but they're not happy in their job. Right. Which so when you put anyone takes, can relate to. Yeah, when you take someone like that and you, you plant them a bunch like amongst a bunch of winners or people who've been there before, talented players, guys who want to be there, somewhere that's not Sacramento, and I think and a coach that seems like he believes in him. Yeah. With with Krzyzewski and everything, yeah, he's gonna excel. And you're gonna see what he's capable of and it's a really unfortunate circumstance he finds himself in. Yeah, I agree. I, he would be my starter on this team. Absolutely. I think I would put PG ahead of Carmelo. Um, I think that's kind of the one like questionable spot. Probably play KD in that four spot. Though I don't know. Would you play KD in that three and put Draymond in that starting lineup? Or is that too many Warriors in the, on the Olympic starting lineup? It doesn't matter. Though. I would say there, there's <laughs> that one year the Pistons were the all-star team. So <laughs> <right>. Minus Tayshawn. <laughs> Minus Tayshawn. Minus Tayshawn. <laughs> Tayshawn was always like the guy that was like, remember the block on Reggie Miller? Yeah. <laughs> I did it. I won. <laughs> and the reason we got there. And then I was pretty good for like the rest of my career. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're, a, I mean, it's a fun team. I don't really think, I mean, it's obvious to say no team's going to give them many no. issues. I think the only team that can like probably keep within 10 of them might be France. Maybe. Uh, maybe Spain, but Spain's I guess all short. Yeah, they are. The. Yeah, this is going to be more, I think, of getting a chance to see the players that the teams you love have stashed away overseas. Sure. Like, that's what yeah. this like is. Like Nikola Mirotic. Yeah, th- this is very, or like what Kukoc was. It's it's one of those situations where I feel like you are going to go, and it's more of like a huge scouting seminar. Yeah. And I think, because, I mean, that's where a lot of players get their chances. You know, I think Australia is going to be a lot of fun, uh, but... It's because I actually have a name. Instead of just being Australian. Well, I mean, but they, I, yes. <laughs> but, I mean, they, they got Della Dova, Della Dova and everything. It's it's interesting to get an opportunity. Because I think the Olympic basketball, non-U.S. Olympic basketball, has turned more into a giant NBA scouting regime. I agree. Because yeah. the game's been so globalized now for so long that you're basically just dissipating NBA players amongst their home countries and then getting to see what you're missing out on. I mean, that's how Nocioni was found. And you get situations like that where I think that's what Olympic basketball's been relegated to. I have to admit, though, I mean, because we, I mean, we're just going to watch USA Coast. Yeah. We all know that. 
there are some other teams. That's your team preview. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there are some other watch, watch any Hulk Hogan wrestling match. <laughs> that, that is every Team USA basketball game is where you're just like, oh, 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 wait, fuck it. He's got it. Never mind. I'm kind of excited for some of like, the other teams to see. Like, like Nigeria's got Alfaro Camino and <sighs> Festus Azili. Like, that's going to be some kind of fun when they win yeah. like, one game in the tournament. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's good for every country. Now, Dragon Bender, he's kind of the, the mystery man from the draft. Yes. Yeah. And I guess he's, he's from Croatia, and I don't... He is playing. Is he playing? Yeah, he's with, I think he's with the non-related Bogdanovich guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Is, is Harrison Barnes going to be, like, the last guy at the bench on this team? Like, is there any way he gets minutes if they're not up by, like... No. If it's a close no, game? Absolutely no, not. No. He's... Yeah. He's about to get 96 How is he even there? <laughs> right. He's, he's Christian Leitner on this team. He's Christian yeah. Leitner. Yeah. Who took Shaq's spot away. Yes, yes. I'm still bitter. Yes. I'm trying to think. Um, it's okay, though. You know, Leitner was the college player of the 90s, man. Yeah. I mean, you gotta... You no. Know. Uh, not, uh, you know, like... I get it. Yeah, I don't I have don't Dragon Bender on the. I, I, I thought I saw him on. I typed him Dragon Bender Olympics, and it does not look like he's playing. No, it's uh, which is very interesting to me. Were you confusing him with uh, with uh, Philip Kruslin? No, I was not. Oh, what about Kronoslav Simon? No, I wasn't confused at all. I just oh. I was curious to see if he was going to play because I would like no. to see him play because you know they got Hazania. And they got Dario Saric. You know, you can get your first glimpse of him, Tim. I put him on Phoenix's team on oh. the NBA 2K. Awesome. He's at the very bottom of their bench, and it's the real Dragon Bender from the international team. <laughs> oh, I by the way, him. Not, <laughs> one, not one of those phony Dragon Benders. Not, not the phony one someone made. <laughs> on Serbia's team, Bogdan Bodanovic is on their team. Okay, good. Yeah. So. Yes. Okay, because. Uh, <laughs> Good to know that on Croatia's team, Bojan Bogdanovic is on. So. Yes. Let's not get those guys confused. No. I still think my favorite thing of the whole Olympics, we talked about this earlier, is um, the French team. How Mikhail Petrus is saying, I'm not going to play because I feel like I'm too old. That his older brother is going to be on the team. <laughs> He's 35, I think, his yeah. brother? Jesus. Yeah. That was like my, like, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. It's interesting because I just, you know, it. I'll be excited to watch Mario Hazonia for Croatia, just to kind of see if he's as advertised. Well, if you look at the U.S.'s grouping, it's oh, like, man, it's... if they can get through all these teams by, like, beating them by 20, they're just going to walk into, like, the, the medal rounds. Yeah, oh, it's just going to be just destruction. Does DeMarcus Cousins end up getting the MVP because he's around talented players for the first time in his career? <clears throat> Do they count that? Is there like a tournament? No, Michael Jordan got most outstanding player for '92, for like for the tournament for the Olympic tournament. I believe he did. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think it would go to. But I believe Barkley was the one, or was it Barkley or Pippen who averaged the most points during that? It was one of them. Well, there was a lot of times when Michael Jordan would sit out quarters. Yeah. That's all. You, that's all you. Need. <laughs> I mean, you got to think that that was right before, like that was the season before Barkley's MVP year. Yeah. So I mean, he was he the was year he went to the go. finals. The year he went to the finals, exactly. And looking back at some of these old Olympics teams, you know, from, like, the 2001, and that was the one that we were kind of wondering about earlier, the one that happened in 2000. And I believe this is the one that had um, Brad Miller on it. Brad Miller. I believe he played on this team, and I can't... Hold on. Reggie Miller was on the 96 team, wasn't he? Yeah, let's... We want... Yeah, we, it looks like we... 
USA Basketball. Let's see here. History of Teams. It's just one of those ones you kind of forget about because I think, I'm pretty sure that was the year that they had, um, they were coached by uh, Rudy Tomjanovich, which I totally forgot. Of looking at the uh, 2016 candidates for the U.S. team, and it lists, like, all the reasons why they're not playing. Yeah. Anthony Davis is the only, like, Anthony Davis injured, Wall, Griffin, Curry, Aldridge injured, and then it's withdrew, 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 withdrew. Well, I mean, there was there was the, the virus and everything, and just, I mean... You, you, <laughs> Pal Gasol was like, I'm going to freeze my Victor sperm Oldie, before I go. <laughs> Victor Oladipo Did he really say cut. that? I believe I got a notification on my phone he about did. that. Okay. Oladipo got cut, but Harrison Barnes is the last guy off the bench. Yeah. Well... He was on a team that went to the finals two years in a row. Old Depot doesn't have that much experience, so I, I, I'm going to... I'm looking at this 2000 team. i got to say, color me impressed. <laughs> let's, uh, let's... let's uh, there's some gems of some players. Go ahead, there. go ahead. I can't right. find it. All right, so the 2000 roster here, we've got uh, at forward Sharif Abdul-Rahim. Yeah. Love we've him. Got, this is alphabetical. One so of the best it. Grizzlies ever. <laughs> Seriously. Ray okay. Allen. Okay. Vin Baker. Nice. Put a CE at the end of that, and you get Vince Carter. <laughs> you get Kevin Garnett, Tim Hardaway, Alan Houston, Jason Kidd, Antonio McDice, Alonzo, Peyton, and Steve Smith. That is a fun team. You've got your coaching staff of Tom Jonovich, Larry Brown, Gene Keedy, and Tubby Smith. Wow. <laughs> I did not know Tubby was on that. Yeah. It said right here, it says... Vince Carter pulled off one of the most famous dunks yeah. in basketball history, yeah. jumping over the seven foot two French center Frederick Weiss on his way to the basket. The French media would dub Carter's feat Le Dunk de la Mort, the dunk of death. Who's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. by the way still in the league. So Yes. Yeah. Yes. Old Vince. <laughs> Anything else we can touch on before we go ahead and close out episode one? I, mean, I, I I think I, I think it's it's safe to say they're going to run away with this, Tim. Yes. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's going to be close. <laughs> it's not going to be close at all. If they were doing something other than playing basketball, I think it might be a bit more intriguing. <laughs> but just watch Kevin things... Durant play tennis. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but can we just do that? Like have <laughs> Olympic basketball minus the U.S. who have to compete in other sports. Do you remember like uh, when Ken Griffey Jr. did the old sports crackers commercials? Yes. And they had him try everything else. Yes. Let's have them do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. The Olympics start August 6th. Yep. For the four-year sports war that goes on throughout the uh, the world. So we've got that going for us. The U.S. have two more exhibition games. They uh, Friday in the U.C. playing Grievous Vasquez-led Argentina. And then next week they're in Houston and they play Nigeria, led by Al Farouk Aminu. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Wait, did, did, <clears throat> I am so excited. <laughs> I don't know why, but I got off. As if there wasn't enough hoops this year with <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the Summer League and stuff, it's like we have Team USA basketball for another month. The there couch. is one solid month of off-season this year for the NBA. It's crazy. They're almost a year-round league, finally. Like almost. Oh, no. Almost. Bill Simmons was tossing around how to make it a year-round I heard that, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just like, I don't think it's a good idea at all. No, because we don't need two year-round sports. No. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Um... No, I think I think the I think the NBA schedule is going to be coming out in the next three weeks. I was looking back because I always type up my Bulls schedule. I was looking at the date that I fit. every year when I get the, the Bulls schedule, I type it up, put it on my fridge for the the games that are televised. And I was looking at the date, and it said eight fourteen. And the year before, it was you know like around the same date too. So I'm assuming. Oh, we didn't touch on that. One more thing. One more. We forgot to touch on it. We had this in the preview. Sidebar. 
Sidebar. Are next Bulls and Thunder Warriors Christmas games? It's, 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 yeah. It's, Unless it's Cavs Warriors, but I think... I, I'm going to have to say, yes, yeah. there's absolutely no way that's not going to happen on Christmas. And now, do you uh, make the West Coast Christmas game Sixers-Lakers? <laughs> uh, so hear me out on this. <laughs> I think the Sixers are going to be a lot better this year. I don't think they make the playoffs. Oh, they will. That yeah. Ben Simmons guy, I watched him Ooh. his first two games. Yeah. He can pass. He has, he has LeBron-like qualities, except yeah. he cannot shoot at all. <laughs> I mean, he can drive, he can pass. I don't know what he's going to be. I mean, I, I have no idea what kind of player that guy's going to be. Point forward, probably. Point forward, but if he can get to the basket, Doesn't matter. like it's not going to matter. And if he can pass, he, he might end up being a point guard. I don't know. He's <laughs> he's He could be that good. Like Penny Hardaway's size point guard? Yeah, he's, he's going to be decent. He just needs to have someone come and teach him how to shoot a basketball, which... It's a really big skill you need to have. <laughs> to play basketball. Especially, like, as a wing, you know? I, I just, I, I don't know, but I, I think he's he's probably the most interesting prospect this year. Mm-hmm. I think Brandon Ingram might win Rookie of the Year. I think he's more polished. You're not putting your money on Denzel Valentine? No. 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 <laughs> I will say this, though. I, I watched a lot. Like I, I watched minutes. a lot of summer league, and he every the last three games he didn't score any points the first half, right? But then lit them up the second half yeah. and hit not one but two buzzer beater shots for the Bulls, and I mean like they were incredible shots he hit. It's clutch where it counts. And, 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 and to think about this, and this was the thing that was just so so just mind boggling. Pete Myers drew up a game winning play. <laughs> I mean, it really happened. He drew up a play for Valentine, and it worked. Threw the ball up, sank through. Game goes into overtime. They have the ball, last possession. Does he was like Michael Jordan? He was right on that corner there. You know, shot on Elo scores. <laughs> I mean, it was like it was incredible. We're get out my, uh, my old farmer's oh, almanac to oh, see if there are any earthquakes reported <laughs> when Pete Myers drew up a game-winning play. <laughs> but uh, I guess what are we going to do next week? We're gonna do some all-time lists or something. Yeah, we'll do have that. Some fun with that. Yeah, we'll have some fun with that. I'm excited for Sean's all-time uh, Tracy McGrady list. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, Tracy McGrady. <laughs> Number four. Right. Spoilers for next week. <laughs> And with that being said, everyone, thanks again for listening to the debut episode of the Corner 3, and we are out.